Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Mike Gray. All right, we finally got that right. It only took us seven years. Seven times. All right, so, and I'm Phil Thompson, of course. Good to be with you. Thanks. We are uh, we are a company that, that does a bunch of stuff at churches, and one of those things is streaming video, and we've been doing this for a long time. We love to help churches. That's what we do, and um, Steve and Mike and I are here again to host this uh, podcast, and today, well... Let me throw it over to Steve. Steve, today, what are we going to talk about? We are talking about seven myths of streaming church services. All right, seven myths. There are myths, and a myth is something that, that, that's, that's not true, right? Is that the right definition of a myth? Yeah, probably All right. commonly heard or understood, but not true. Not true. So. Would that make us the streaming Mythbusters then for this uh, few minutes? That's a good idea. That's a good thing. We can do that. We can certainly do that. Myth, Mythbusters of streaming. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, just to let you know, Steve hates it when we banter. He doesn't like a lot Is of that talk right? before oh, we get to He wants to get really, to the meat. He's going to really with, dislike me then. I am good with <laughs> banner as long as it's entertaining. <laughs> I think I'm so now the truth comes out. It's just poor banter. That he's not a fan of. Yeah, yeah. Again, again. All right. Well, let's just get into it since we uh, since we'll have to have somebody else judge this banter. All right. So, <laughs> so let, let's talk about this. So we do streaming, and, and look, guys, we've been doing this for a long time, and and we work obviously, as I just said, with churches. So let's jump in here. Seven common myths about streaming your church's church service. Number one: If a stream, if if I stream, or if your church streams, they will come and now that's uh, you probably got that from that movie uh with uh what's the guy's name what was the guy's name field of dreams field Costner. of dreams yeah Kevin Kevin Costner. Costner. if they build it if they if they build it they will come or if i build it they will come but you're saying steve that if people stream they're just going to show up why is that a myth well i i mean it goes back to you know we've worked with some people that they want to start streaming because they're they have a church that has, you know, them and their family or so very small. They thought, well, I'm going to, if I stream it, then I'll complete, I'll grow my, you know, everyone will learn about it and everyone will come and everyone will attend my services online. And Mm -hmm. it's just not that way. Um, I mean, if you have a following and you stream, you can definitely help grow your church that way. But if you don't have a following and you stream, it's going to be tough to uh, to build your your church with just a stream alone. So uh, it's going to require some marketing to drive traffic to the stream. Yes. To then convert to walk in your door. Yeah, people will people assume that oh, if I'm on the web, that means everyone's you know there's how many seven billion people in the world, and we'll have you know a percentage of that billion are going to come to my service now online because it's it's available on the web and that's just not true like you say mike without some marketing or some other presence 
um, out there on the web so people can find out where you're at and, and have be drawn to it. Yeah. And as, and, and to Mike's point, and Mike uh, has done this for many years, social media can, can help in that area. You can do, yeah. you can use some social media platforms to, to reach out to people. You can do things like Google AdWords. Uh, you can do a lot of things uh, uh, that can actually bring people. Uh, you know, Steve and I, we talked years ago about how you can target even Facebook ads for your area mm-hmm. and target Google. So, so you can, you can certainly get people to come. And we've talked a lot about that, about how streaming, right. you can grow your church with streaming, but just doing it without anything else is probably not going to work real well. Right. Yes. You got to promote it with your people and, and as Mark, Mike says, market it. And yeah, yeah. so it's going to take a, it's going to take some promotion work. All right. Good. It alone will not do the trick. All right. Yeah. They're not going to magically find it. Okay. All right. So let's move on here as we talk about myths here. Uh, Number two, streaming with free service services is free. Is it, should it be free? Should it be streaming with free services are free or is my grammar is terrible. Streaming with free services. What's the uh, pronoun? What's the, I think it, I think it is. Yes. Let's debate this a little bit. All right. Well, let's, the the (laughs) bottom line grammar. Let's call a grammar, uh, uh, police and yeah. see if we can uh, get this right. Yeah. Yeah. I have right. some family members that could definitely weigh in on this. Oh, I, I would definitely trust their, their I think we should move on. <laughs> but, all right. So let's, but let's get to the point here. So, so there's, there are free services out there. Uh, I, and, and your point is, well, they're free, but they're not really free. Right. So free service, probably the most popular is Facebook and YouTube and there's other free services and, and uh, there's some cost with that. And we I've <laughs> put together a whole list here that we can go through real quickly. Sure. Um, so you know, number one is these free services are going to post ads around your live service, you know, on the page, if you get people coming to YouTube, there's going to be ads where they're going to get distracted. And probably the, this next one on the list is the number one reason that churches are, uh, not using these services and they, in that they have algorithms that detect copyrighted uh, music and uh, they will stop your stream midstream if they detect uh, copyrighted music being played. And I think almost all ministries are, are have worship music and all that worship music yeah. is copyrighted. Yeah. Yeah. That can definitely be a problem. They can take it yeah. down and you can appeal that. Right, Mike. But, but still you have you to can. go through the hoops. But if it's, if it's licensed content, uh, then uh, you're going to likely lose. I just had a phone conversation with one of our clients and he was using YouTube as his archive and he had a great weekend service. They went to YouTube to download it because he likes to keep a backup copy and it was gone. So they had been taken down for license and he could not retrieve it or recover it. And it's gone. All all the work to produce it, put it together, develop it, deliver it. And now bye-bye. And the challenge (laughs) is their algorithms are automated. It's not like there's a, you know, some attorney in there figuring out, okay, take this one down, take that one down. It's all completely automated. And even though you have a license, they'll still, you know, block your stream. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Happen, right? it, so go ahead. No, no, it's just, 
it's all automated. So it's not like there's a person watching every video. That's not possible. Uh, it runs, it hears licensed music. It shuts down your stream, period. All right. Uh, at some other points to, to this free is not always free or not is free uh, or not are free. Uh, you know, numbers, lots of times you, you, you can see some inflated numbers as far as attendance numbers and uh, the average viewer time is, is maybe less than a minute, but you know, and you, you may get yeah. some inflated numbers as well. Yeah. We talk about this. I may have talked about it before about the, you know, the church of 75 had, you know, 4,000 views last Sunday. And you're like, wow, that's great. But the reality is those views are really split second views, the majority right. of them. Yeah. Um, let's move in here. You've got some other good points here, Steve, that you, you put in this outline. We, we forced Steve to do this uh, this time because he, he didn't have nothing better to do. So we made him do this. Uh, free services will not allow you to customize your streaming platform. Uh, to match, like, for instance, with us, shameless plug, streamingchurch.tv, we, you know, we have a platform that allows you to, to customize it. We can help you do some of that. We can make it look and feel like your your website, your ministry. But with free services, you don't have that option. All right. You're going to go to their service, and it looks like it looks. So, yeah, yeah that's true. So, um, and this is another biggie on the list is the free services don't provide any support. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> so... They take down your, your video and then you try to contact their people and say, Oh, I have the license here. Let me email it to you. And you find this black not hole. Happen. Of, yeah, not not gonna happen. Let me doesn't get work on the that phone. way. Let yeah, me you, call Amazon. And yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't, uh, you can't call Mark Zuckerberg Sunday morning because you got a problem. He, he won't pick up the phone. <laughs> nope. Uh, he used to, but not anymore. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, yeah, support is a big deal. And that, of course, is what we do. We, we bring support to people seven days a week, especially Sunday mornings. Uh, let's see here. You got a lot of stuff here, Steve. Analytics. You, you, we have a lot of detailed analytics. You, don't, you won't get those kind of analytics with uh, most of those free services. Uh, what else can we do here? Um, of course, these other services are not designed for ministry. Uh, we're designed, we've designed, and we have features and tools that are specifically de designed for church and for ministry. You're not going to see that with uh, Facebook or YouTube or Vimeo. All right. What else do we do here, Steve? What else? Uh, they can't protect your ministry or your live stream service. Uh, yeah. Expound on that a little bit. You say free services cannot protect your ministry. Me? Your I mean, there's no way to ban people. You get unwanted That's visitors okay. you know, hating on your service and disrupting the you know the service that's going on you you can't go through and say ah you know it's a public free service and anyone can join and right so there's no way to ban any disruptive people yeah, yeah, not that you would have any but yeah uh all right so let's go to the third point here this is one we get occasionally and that is i want to stream and i want to stream 4k do you guys do 4k to tell us a little bit about why 1080p or even 4k it's not necessarily the best people think it is, but it's not necessarily true. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, most people are watching on either a mobile phone or a computer. So that's probably 90, 95% of your viewers. And so the, the screen size is not, you know, if I'm watching a movie on my big screen TV, I'm going to want to see a 1080p 
uh, for streaming, uh, there's trade-offs there. Um, you could send a 1080p or even a 4K stream, but not everyone has a fast enough network to process that. And so what you want to do is just kind of optimize things for your audience. And then the other thing is there's no, I, I challenge people, there's no discernible difference on a 13 inch laptop between a, you know, a 480p, 720p or 1080p. Yeah. yeah. Um, video, you'd stick them right next to each other. It's going to yeah. be really challenging to tell which one is the, you know, the highest quality one versus the you know, lower quality one. So it really doesn't matter. And all it does is contribute to the, the fact that you know, if I have a really high quality one, I've got to have a really fast internet to keep up. And if my internet bogs down at all, then it starts buffering and skipping where that, that lower resolution yeah. one is just cranking right along. Yeah, and your processor on your computer, depending on, on what kind of a live encoder you have. If you have software on your computer and you're, you're really pumping high-resolution res, stuff, it's going to take more processing power, and so you're going to have to have the horsepower to do that. And uh, you know, we see that happen a lot. People get bogged down. The CPU hits 100% or more, and you know the computer says, I'm giving up. And then, you know, what's going on? What's wrong? Why does it work? Your computer is right. pooping yeah. out. Ironically, I I know all of you guys have this conversation with people a lot, and it's it goes back to you talked about analytics. Uh, you mentioned analytics. How many people are streaming from what device? I mean, you need to know that about how people are joining you. And if they're on a tablet, if they're on a phone, they're more on a phone than you think. I promise you, it'll shock you how many people are watching from a phone, but there's this misperception that goes along with this one that everybody's sitting at home watching it on a 70 inch television. That's just not true. I mean, it's such yeah. a small percentage of people yeah. watch on a giant screen environment. Um, it's mostly a mobile and everybody's excited about streaming to Facebook and, and, you, and YouTube. And what are people watching on? Watching on a phone. <laughs> yeah and we have those analytics too by the they, way yeah you. yeah you do and so you can know oh wait i don't want to i don't want to spend all this money i want to keep fighting trying to get my bandwidth to be <laughs> to be big enough to excite me uh and it's streaming to no one who cares about a big signal <laughs> yeah. about a big signal because they're watching on a phone yeah that is true yeah all right, well, let's move along here as we continue to talk about myths, the seven myths of, uh, of, of streaming. Uh, so we're, that was number three. Let's go to number four here. Number four is, is, well, if I do streaming video, I've got to have a tech person or I at least have to have a, a PhD in, in tech degree to, to, to be able to do this streaming video at my church. Uh, true or false? I would say false. Um, we are helping lots of people that have never done this before and don't know the first thing about it, um, that are, are able to stream. We had, I, I shared this story from a really long time ago, Phil and I, you, you would remember one of our favorite people. Do you remember her? Remember Marge? Marge? You remember Marge? Marge. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we had Marge with us for quite a while. Marge was yeah. not to the point where she was using browsers yet. And you managed yeah. to get her to, to not only, you know, she got her to stream. 
So and she streamed for a long time. Yeah, she, yeah, she was she successful. for a very long time. Yeah. She was very successful. Uh, yeah, Buffalo, New York is where Marge is from. <laughs> and uh, it was an adventure, uh, but we, we were able to help her. I mean, you know, she was good to work with. And, and it, was, it was a challenge because she had a hard time even opening up a browser. Right. Uh, yeah, and, she was uh, unaware. Was I remember yeah, talking with her and she, yeah. she didn't know how to go to, didn't know how to type addresses for websites in. Right. and get to a website. I was like, yeah. wow, this is yeah. this is going to be a challenge and Phil but Phil can do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, during during the COVID crisis, we've had a lot of margins and uh, people who've been forced to put their content online and uh, we, uh it, it why while it's a challenge, you you don't need a PhD to be able to hook it up and make a stream work. Yeah, it, it, it's true and uh you know, that's one of the, 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 really, if I can brag on what we do, that's one of our best things is we, we really are good with customer support. And Mike has recently joined the team. Mike's, we've known Mike for years. If, if you're new to our podcast here, he's been with us now for a few weeks online here uh, on the podcast. And uh, you've been helping us out now, I think, since March, right? Uh, and so that's right. And Mike has a lot of experience with streaming video and, and lots of things, really. He's done church ministry stuff for a long time. So we we really uh, we do pride ourselves in, in able being able to help people and bring customer support. So uh, so hats off to you guys. All right. So you don't really need to have a tech person to do this. I mean, we can help you with it. Uh, let's go to number five here as we talk about these seven myths. I need expensive equipment in order to stream. I've got to have lots and lots of budget and lots of equipment to, to do this. Uh, again, true or false? Well, gadgets are cool. They, yeah. But it's false. <laughs> yeah. I love gadgets, but you yeah, can keep it really, really simple. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does. You don't need expensive stuff. Steve, elaborate a little bit. Well, so I mean, a lot of people will think, wow, I need ten dollars or $50,000 worth of equipment. I'm going to need these professional cameras and video switchers. And, you know, while some ministries are doing that, in order to get started to stream, you can, you probably have the equipment that you need. You probably have a, a camera or camcorder available. You probably have a computer available and an internet connection. One thing that you might not have is, is a video capture device, but those aren't expensive and you can begin streaming and create a, a, a good experience with um, without spending a lot of money. Yeah. I had, I've told this story before, but it was just recently with during the COVID-19 uh, we had, I had a pastor call me and said, you know, we're stuck here, man. They're, they're closing our doors here. The state's telling us not to meet. Uh, and we have, we don't have a video capture device and we're stuck. I said, I said, well, do you have a webcam? He goes, yeah. I go, well, here's what you can do. Uh, put your camera, put your computer. He had it on a laptop. I said, you know, put it on a stack of bricks or something and, and you can stand in front of it and you can stream until you get some other equipment, which you can oh. get probably in a week or so. Yeah. And, and, and he did it and it, and it worked and yeah. it was okay. I'm using a webcam right now. And I think all of us are here on this podcast and you know, you could do it. I mean, it's not the best thing in the world. You know, you, some of them you can't zoom in or whatever, but uh, it will work and it will get you by until you need, you know, if you want to get a better camera, you can do some other things with, you know, you can do it at bare bones. And then as, 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 as God provides, you know, <laughs> you get some better lighting, you can get yeah. some better equipment. That's kind of what 
what what what we did at a live church years ago, right? I think we used Steve's clunky little uh, web. Uh, not what was it? It was it, it's it's it your just, one of your video cams. Your yeah, it was just uh, our camcorder. home movie yeah. camcorder. Yeah. I think I have it in my garage. Tripod. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I think I have it here. I you, you may. I have I've a, done some events with a laptop on a music yeah. stand. Yeah. Hi Tina. Hi Tina. <laughs> Uh, that's Steve's wife that just walked by if you're watching on video here. Now she's bent over and it looks even worse now. Uh, so That was the most entertaining podcast that, that, cast uh, ever right there. Yeah, Thank Steve you. Steve doesn't close his door. Uh, so the, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we, we, we have this, if you're listening on audio, you missed all that. So you have to go to our website, streamingchurch.tv, look at our video on our Church Solutions podcast. All right. So, uh, you don't need to have expensive equipment to get going. Yeah, do you want to get better stuff later? Sure. But you can do something and you can do a decent job with it. You really can. Just use a little ingenuity. Just, you know, put a light yeah. somewhere and, and do some stuff. And you, you can, audio is important. So make sure you have decent audio and you're good. All right. So let's roll on here, guys, as we move through this. Number six, live streaming will decrease my in-person attendance. So, uh, you know, different states are starting to open up now with the COVID-19, you know, some of these things are relaxing. Although I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of people that are not going to show up at your church just because you open the doors. Uh, There's there's lots of concerns out there and there should be. But but let's talk a little bit about this. If I do streaming, it's going to keep people at home. They're going to be standing around in their underwear or sit around their underwear and just watch it <laughs> with their pajamas. Let's. This is a this is a, a Christian podcast, so we'll use the term pajamas. Uh, so so why is that? Why is that not accurate, Steve? So well, one of the things is streaming is one of the easiest way to ways to attend church for the first time. So streaming your services, you're going to create an avenue for reaching new people near you and, and related to the people that are already attending your church. Um, it's going to bring some people into your doors. Um, not, people aren't going to attend online forever. They want to be part of a live service, but it's a great avenue to, to, um, to get new people exposed to your church. So it's, and I was going to try to pull some stats here, but I didn't, um, I couldn't find them quickly, but there's some stats on this as well that yeah, shows we actually, that this is a myth, that it doesn't decrease your in-person yeah, attendance. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, you guys know it. I know it. so many churches that we talk to every day, every day. Um, it, it, it's something that people feel like is going to happen if they open the door to streaming their services, but it just doesn't. People want to be around other people most of the time. And so given the option, they'll, they'll show up for church and a live experience because they want to see you in person. But at the same time, it's a great gateway to somebody. If you have the marketing and the sharing going on, as we started out, it's a great gateway for somebody to see what your church is like and then, gosh, I know at our church, people walk in the door all the time saying, oh, we've been attending for a month. We consider this our church now. And they're walking in the door for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of our uh, customers, a pastor, said this. He goes, you know, he goes, it, you know, we're humans and humans are social, social creatures. And 
you know, if you can put together a good experience at your church and people will see that online, they'll eventually want to come if they're local. They're going to want to come because they want to be a part of the experience. If you put together a, a you know, a positive, powerful experience at moving and touching people and it, you know, people want to be a part of that. It's, it's mm-hmm, kind of like mm-hmm. some of the sports activities, you know, you go to games and you can watch stuff on TV, which is good, but it's also, you know, when you go to an Arizona Wildcat game, basketball game, uh, when you attend McHale Center here in Tucson, it's, it's a, it's a great experience, you know? And so uh, it's the same. I don't know about activity. that. I don't <laughs> know about that. Yeah. That was one of the, some of the stats I did get had to do with, um, people broadcasting live events that people pay to attend mm-hmm. and they find that if they broadcast a live event, they want to come in person to the next event. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a good way to grow your attendance rather than yeah. shrink it. Yeah. I was referring to our football team, Mike, or our basketball team, not our football uh, team. I, yeah. It doesn't matter if it has okay. wildcat in it. I would say, why would you bother? I know why, why. Why is he working here? Why did we let him on this team? What's the problem here? What, what happened? He got. Oh no! I've dug a hole that I cannot get out of. <laughs> too late. Too late. All right. All right. So one more. One more point here, and then we'll say goodbye. Number seven. Why shouldn't? Why shouldn't? Is this a typo on Steve's part? Uh, oh, we shouldn't. You're, you're oh, I don't have a different word. Hold on, let me put my glasses on here. Oh, we shouldn't have live chat because people will get distracted. So we offer, <laughs> our company offers chat. Uh, we yeah. have video and we have chat and there's other features on that chat, private prayer and those yep. kind of things. All right. And there's other people that have copied us that have done that as well. So uh, what's the big deal? Why, why, you know, I mean, we shouldn't have live chat, right? Because if people are chatting, they're going to be distracted, right? You shouldn't talk in church. That's right. Shh, quiet. That is true. <laughs> That's a good parallel there. Yeah. yeah, live chat's the best way to engage people. You know, we do have ministries using our services that don't have the, the chat, but uh, those that do, you're going to find that those watching online become engaged with the service more uh, with the chat than without the chat. Yeah. And I find it interesting during the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, more and more people want to chat. You know, we, yeah. we, we have that option. You don't have to yeah. do chat with us, but uh, more and more people wanted that option. And again, they want to connect with people and, and be a part of things. So it's the best way to engage people. And it's, it, it can really, you can make a positive impact on people and you can, uh, you can minister to people. You can do it online. You can pray with them on chat and do private chat and all that stuff. Okay. Any other last words before we wrap up this podcast? Make sure your wife doesn't come back in. Steve. Myths, myths busted. So myth, we myths, myths busted, myth busted. Yeah, I have, tr- I have a problem with THs, so I have to. Yeah, I have a hard time saying that too. All right. Okay, good. All right. So guys, we'd love to get your feedback on this. Those of you uh, listening or watching this podcast, you can send us an email support at streamingchurch.tv. And if you want to add something to this or or talk to us a little more about this, we are more than happy to do that. Uh, If we can help your church with anything, uh, we'll, again, we want to do that. We want to help you guys any way we can. And if you have questions about streaming video or anything else, uh, again, we are here for you because that's what we do. That's part of our vision. Part of our mission is, is to serve churches and help them use technology. All right. So we're done, right? 
Done. Good. Done. Good deal. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we've got Michael Gray with us. That was Steve Lacey as well. Somebody yelling in the background. I don't know who that was, but uh, I'm Phil Thompson. And uh, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us uh, today on our Church Solutions podcast. We'll catch you again next time. Please take care of yourself. We'll talk to you soon.